This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Is urban farming an oxymoron? Is it even possible for us city dwellers to grow our own food? Cliff Rosen and Jody Carpers have proven that not only is it possible, it is also desirable. They have used the farming to not only benefit from it, from it in conventional ways, but also as a therapeutic tool. If you have any questions for my guests or would like to comment, you can do so at uh, tweet me at Chai FM or SMS me on 34519 or telegram me on 061-895-1019. According to Cliff Rosen, the director and founder of Let It Grow Foundation, it began in 2009 with a small raised bed on his tennis court where very little grew. With a hunger for knowledge around food security and sustainability, he experimented until the former tennis court eventually bloomed and flourished. Today, he is the founder and director of the non-profit organization Let It Grow, and he, together with Jody Carpus, who is the non-executive director and the owner of Green Queen, join me to tell me more. Both of you, welcome. I'm so excited to have you both. Thanks for having us. Hi, thank you. Um, so let's start off because, Cliff, you have brought some things into the studio and they are very beautiful. They look like corn, but they don't look edible. Yes, all of these are actually heirloom corns, um, black ones, blue ones, all many different colors. And there's a wide variety of corn out there that we don't know about. This is just a little example of it, just to show you that the, there are differences that what, with what we use. Okay. And the seeds that we use. And these little black and white seeds? Yeah, those, uh, those are orca beans. Um, an example of just another type of bean that uh, we use in our gardens. Look, um, you suggesting the corn, can I call them millies? <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> There's actually over 2,000 different types of uh, millies. These are very beautiful. I will yeah. send some pictures on Twitter in a, in a moment. I think uh, what's key with these millies is that they aren't genetically modified, which is why they are so colorful, and you can see so many different varieties with white, reds, pinks, blues, blacks. Um, and Cliff, perhaps you can give us more info on what heirloom means. Well, they're just handed down, seeds that have been handed down. They haven't been modified. They've been selectively bred uh, over time, over generations, really. Okay, so we've got millies and beans here, and you're suggesting that this is what we need to be growing to keep us as this is our staple food. Well, this is this is there's an alternative to the way that things are grown today. This is what we do is called regenerative farming. We concentrate on uh, enhancing the soil so that the soil gets better over time rather than uh, worse over time. We encourage the biodiversity, we encourage uh, lots of microbes and, and, and soil life to, um, to grow. And in, within this environment, that's where we grow our vegetables. Brilliant. Okay, um, Craig is indicating a break. In the break, we're going to post some of these pictures on Twitter. And after that, we're going to look at the therapeutic benefits of urban farming. Okay. This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Cliff Rosen, the founder of Let It Grow Foundation, 
and Jody Carpus is non-executive director and owner of Green Queen. Okay, so what I learned from your website is that you do kind of outreach work while you are growing and greening our environment. And maybe you can tell me a little bit about the Soweto Association of People with Disability Center. Yeah, sure. That's um, where we are currently. We we do free classes there every uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays, depending. And uh, we've grown a very successful organic garden there, um, using the beneficiaries there to who helped tend it. They found it very therapeutic. Um, they all have different levels of ability, and um, they, they they love the garden. And uh, it's quite amazing to to see that there's. Uh, a lot of uh, organic food being grown in the middle of Soweto. That is absolutely amazing. They um, even make money from it. They sell the surplus, and the ripple effect of the learning is is quite key. And I think for Let It Grow, learning is key. Teaching people to fall in love with the soil, to use the soil, to re- regenerate the soil, and then to grow. And and that joy from seeing the grow. I mean, the produce that comes out of Soweto is phenomenal. In a, a piece of land that they couldn't grow anything, nothing was growing. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is, and, and, and I share the story with you only because it's uh, relevant not to um, diss anybody, but a, a while back for Mandela Day, for example, mm. High FM took a piece of vacant land and we all went and spent a happy afternoon planting and sowing yes. and spinach and all the rest. Yeah. And within three weeks, that was gone. So that, that's what we found. There's, there's such good intention. There's, there's people, companies buy um, uh, tunnels for, for, for growing food in. So there's, there's a lot of great intention and there's money being thrown in it. But unfortunately, the knowledge of how to is not out there. That's what, where we come in. We want to share how to grow food, the, the, the basics. Uh, how, it's, a, it's a lifelong learning once you're into it, you, you, you'll never stop learning how to grow. Uh, but we just start people off and get the basics right. And is, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Soweto, they, they had um, tunnels and netting. Yes. But again, they didn't know what to do with it, so it was all sitting there. So, so the well-intentioned funds and resources that had been given um, were just being well, not, unused. Yeah. So Let It Grow came in, and, and now it's all viable. And so making their money all work better for them, and it's all producing food. And like I said, the ripple effect is phenomenal because people are learning how to grow, and then they take that knowledge home with them and... So how much ground do you need? You started off on a tennis court, okay? Yeah. So I'm sure you're not colonizing tennis courts in no, markets no. Uh, areas in Johannesburg. How much ground do you need? Really, it doesn't matter. I just say just start growing something, whether even if it's in a pot. You start growing herbs in a pot. Just start. There's no such thing as small or big. It's you, 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 you will take up as much space as that you have, and it grows organically. A garden grows into the space that you have. No matter what space you have, eventually, once you start getting growing, you, f- you, you find that the, everything is so abundant and you have so much that uh, you can't find enough space to grow. Did you want to add, Jody? No. no. So what, I know you also work with the Johannesburg City Council. Mm. Um, just before we get into that, I know the last time I spoke on greening in the Johannesburg City Council, there was a huge problem with the shot hole borer. Mm. And I'm always nervous I'm going to mispronounce shot hole. Um, 
Where are we with that? I'm no expert on that. Uh, I, I, I know that it doesn't affect us growing. Uh, okay, so food. it doesn't affect you. No, it doesn't affect us. So, what food. kind of when you work with the Johannesburg City Council, what kind of ground are you looking at, and what kind of um, so we've, impact do you have? We've just started a program with them where they've given us some space at the Huddle Park Nursery. Oh, uh, stunning! Yeah, very nice there. It's amazing space, and we've started to show regenerative uh, farming and. Uh, from there, it will spread to other communities because it is a, it, 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 it does require the community to buy into these uh, sort of projects. Um, it is community based and uh, brings people together growing mm. food. It's also really attracted some volunteers with some in-depth knowledge and um, who are adding great value to the project as well. So everyone's learning from each other. It's really a, a really, really healthy project, and we hope to see it roll out across more sites. I know yeah. that, you know, you spoke about the excitement on the kids' face with the Soweto, or not possibly even adults, mm. the Soweto Association for People with Disabilities. But there is something totally rewarding being able to grow something. Do you believe that certain people have green fingers and are able to grow and others just kill whatever they try? <laughs> well, I have noticed with uh, with children, some children are even at an early age, it's, it, they definitely have uh, what we might say a, a green finger, They're almost like a knowledge that uh, how to hold a spade, how to dig in the soil, how to care for a, a young seedling, something like that. They most definitely, uh, people are, are good at that. But it is a learned thing, and I think then everyone can uh, at least find that connection through growing plants with the, with the earth, with the soil. For me, I think that... Um Personally, I'm, I'm not good at herbs. For herbs, just not, I don't have success with herbs, yet I'm um, succulents. I have this love. I call it my green waterfall. I absolutely love it. And w- when you see the seedlings start popping up, my cucumbers and the sunflowers, there is such joy in it. So, so I may not have green fingers with herbs, but I have green fingers with cucumbers and with other types of plants. So the people who think they don't have a green finger, they might have it in different areas. Do you suggest also that people who have gardens, that they make a certain part, a set aside a certain part to grow their own food? Def- Spinach? Mm, definitely. I think it's a, it's a lovely part of, of a, a garden to add to it. Uh, it's, you know, learning about uh, food growing and uh, herb growing. Uh, it, it, it could add to, if you enjoy the garden, it'll just add to your garden. Mm-hmm. You speak of the therapy, watering a garden, being barefoot. It's fair, we don't have a mountain, we don't have um, a sea in our back garden. We have our garden, and mm-hmm. that is our sea. Okay, so my last question to you, only because of the time, is if people would like to get involved, if people would like to volunteer, if they'd like to learn more, if they'd like to s- uh, start their own garden and need help, or what do you recommend? Or donate. Yeah, just go to our website, go check, follow us on uh, Instagram. That's where we are most prolific. And um, yeah. and uh, my cell phone number, yeah, for sure. Would you like to share it? Sure, 082-782-6747. And it's letitgrow.co.za, the website. Okay, so we haven't got into all the things that you have done, including the work you did for the Mother Teresa Foundation and yeah. other clinics. But um, just to say to both of you, thank you so much for coming in. May you literally and figuratively grow from strength to strength and thank you for greening our city. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Cheers.